Welcome to the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast with Vicki Nedling. You are about to discover impactful lessons that help you grow as an individual, grow your confidence, and find the positive and good within you, so you powerfully and authentically become the best version of yourself. Be sure you visit our website at www.findyourleadershipconfidence.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now tune in, get ready, and enjoy the journey of emerging as a leader of exception in the 21st century. Welcome to the Find Your Leadership Confidence podcast. Hi, I'm Vicki Nethling, and I am the host for the program. And I am excited to be here with you tonight to talk about how we can grow as leaders and really find ways to increase our confidence in doing just everyday things. Today, we have a wonderful guest, Diane Alexander, and you'll uh, learn a little bit about Diane, but she has a great bio here. She is a voice teacher and a confidence coach, energy codes certified trainer, which we're going to find out a little bit what that all is about. She is an Amazon bestseller for the book, Leverage Your Expertise, and creator of Stage Confidence from Nervous to Noteworthy in Six Weeks. She empowers heart-centered speakers, presenters, and coaches to freely communicate their heartfelt message with confidence and authenticity. Her gifted synergy draws upon three advanced academic degrees, 50 plus years of voice teaching, music directing, and 25 years of energy facilitation. Diane utilizes wealth of experience to empower her students and audiences. Her joyful way of being the transformation or transforming vibrations of alchemy crystal singing bowls assist speakers, presenters, and coaches to create confidence, clarity, and audience connection. From stage fright to stage night, Diane helps awaken your authentic voice. Please welcome Diane Alexander. Diane, it's so wonderful to have you on. Uh, Diane is a fellow uh, speaker and, as we mentioned, confidence coach. So we want to just find out a little bit about you, Diane. Where do you come from? What part of the world are you in? Well, I've lived in a lot of places. I was born in Florida, my brother in Georgia, my sister in Ohio. We lived in Missouri and a long time in Michigan. But <laughs> I've been in California since 1983, and I'm, I'm thrilled to call it my home, and it feels like uh, I've been here forever. Yeah. Wow, so Georgia, so we have a, a connection there, me living in Georgia now. Mm-hmm. And I know, I know. And as we mentioned, you have a degree uh, or several degrees, but I want to know more about the Energy Codes Certified Master Trainer. How do you become that? (laughs) A lot of practice and a lot of study. Um, It comes from a uh, 
a very long interest. My whole life has been about trying to find ways to make it easier for people to sing, to get up on stage, to deal with their confidence. And I've been through so many different ways and tools of doing that for people. And when I first heard Dr. Sue Mortar, I was just riveted. And I'm going, this fills in a lot of the pieces that were missing. Because it's like when you're nervous and somebody says, oh, well, just think of them in your underwear. I mean, that that just doesn't work for me. And she talked about so many things about how we really have three brains. We have the one that thinks that it runs the show, but then we also have a heart brain, which, you know, with when you're doing things that you love or you may have had some loss. And then you have your gut enteric wisdom brain, which science has shown that one can function even without this one. And this one is really the smartest. Mm -hmm. The problem is these two don't speak in English. So we want to get this one, the, the mind brain that says, oh, I know everything. There's nothing below my chin. Nothing exists down there. To start to translate these two that don't speak in English, which means developing awareness of our feelings, developing awareness of what's going on in our body, and to translate them because they're talking to you like your animal might. They're saying, hey, I need attention here. But if they're not in English, what do you do? You do mm-hmm. sign language or you do feeling language. And with the energy work, it, it becomes all about the feeling and all about the centering aspects of becoming really, really still on the inside. And oh my goodness, all of a sudden you are open to perceive what's going on. It's like in the beginning when I work with stage confidence, the first step is to figure out where in the heck are you? You know, when you're nervous, what goes on in your body? What's it, what's going to happen and uh, with that? What can you use? And working with energy work, we get into the feeling. And a lot of times, say you have a really nervous something that's tight in your solar plexus and you can't breathe. Uh, and you can say, oh, well, this happened when I was so-and-so. And we create this big story. By using the energy codes work and the energy work, you can get underneath the story and go directly to the feelings. You can go where that's all jammed up and run special kinds of central channel breath through it to really make friends of it, to really, rather than making it your enemy and try to exercise it, but saying, I'm sorry you hurt. What's going on? How can I support you? And rather embrace that back into yourself so that we're creating wholeness, not duality of ourselves. And a lot of that is done without words. A lot of that is done with, it's why I use my crystal singing bowls, but a lot of that is done simply with presence. If you go into a room where somebody's uh, like a party room in a great mood and they're feeling good, I mean, don't you want to go over there and hang out with with the happy people? And conversely, if somebody got excuse me, comes in the room and they go, me, 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 me. I mean, who wants to, who wants to hang in? I'm going to go over here. I'm going to go over there. And it's really true because we entrain with whatever the energy is. It's like uh, when you are uplifted, you, your energy entrains up. And so what we want to do is be, become that up energy for people to entrain up to us, but honoring who we are. It's like the crystal singing bowls that I work with. They're they're 99% pure quartz crystal, and that has such an even vibration. They use it in electronics. They've used it in electronics for decades because you can depend on that vibration to be even. Well, we're also crystalline because we're mostly water crystalline. And when we have a bad day, our energy kind of goes, we kind of wobble. It's not steady. So when you hear something beautiful like a crystal bowl or something really, really steady, like this one, 
the sound kind of invites you in. It's like, oh, the body, without thinking, without getting into the story, wants to go right there. And do you feel the energy just immediately? So it's one of the many tools I use for developing confidence and developing this inner awareness of where you are. Because your ability to center quickly in a moment is is all difference in you handling a situation calmly, in you handling a situation from a compassionate standpoint, in you handling a situation from your true self, which isn't going to get into it with somebody, but they're going to be that higher vibration. Uh, and it really connects you up with your higher wisdom and with the higher wisdom that knows what's going on to, to uh, assist you and your own creativity and your own history. Uh, it's an amazing, amazing feeling, which starts with that awareness. How did you get involved with it? What what first introduced you to the crystal bowls and the whole concept? Oh, my goodness. Well, I've been, uh, like I said, on that path since I had my first scary stage fright incident way back in college um, that just it was the most terrifying, horrifying thing. I said, I never want to do that again. Mm -hmm. So I've been working with my students to find different ways to handle that. And I was at one of these retreats where you go to um, learn to transform, you learn to go inward and meditation and all these wonderful things that we need to know and I was never very good at. And I heard these magical things come from the back of the room when we were going into a process, into a meditation process. And I tell you, it went, it it amplified so much our ability to let go and to come into the sound and come into the vibration of what was going on. It was like magical how much you could let go of the stuff we were talking, that we were holding on to, and how much that enabled the other people in the room to entrain with these even vibrations. So all of a sudden, you have a whole room full of people who are both releasing things and finding calmness. And it was just an incredible experience. It wasn't something the brain could talk about or think, but it was a feeling. And I went, oh my goodness, this is a key that I've been missing to help people, is this experience of having that feeling of being smooth and entrained and centered and even. And so the gal who happened to be playing happened to be a distributor. So I walked home with my very first bowl, which was awesome. And a couple weeks later, I was calling her, you know, one isn't enough. I really need to hear two. And maybe I need a third one. Oh, yeah. And maybe I need a fourth one. (laughs) So I've got 33. I was going to say, maybe I need a room for them. I have a room. Uh, I have a whole shelf made with with special clouds, I call them, in between so they don't uh, bump into each other. In California, we have to worry about little rumbles, but um, uh, it's just been a magical change for my life, both for my own energy, but when I play them for people, it really doesn't require explanation. And when they get in that space, all of a sudden, they're open to their own creativity. They're open to their own selves. Uh, we so often shut off trying to be um, perfect for someone or trying to be what they want or when our fears of letting someone down happens or our fears of forgetting our words or whatever it is we're, we're having to deal with or our fears of, oh, I've got to have that conversation with that big scary person, I'm not a big scary person, what am I going to do? Um, that centers you in such a way, it's like, oh, it's not, it's not there. 
it's in here. If I start from what's in here and learn to make that such a friend of mine, such mm -hmm. a place of my go-to, um, with a bunch of other tools that we use for that as well, this was just such a quick way to get people to that place where they were open yeah. so that we could explore, we could feel, we could become creative. Wow. So are there ways that um, that you introduce people to this or exactly how do you attract people to uh, your your coaching is it i i'm i'm scared of getting on stage or i i have a presentation that i'm gonna throw up in as i speak or and and do you immediately go to having that therapy with the bowls or do you first assess, you know, what's the best way you can help them? Well, because also along in the coaching with the Energy Codes Coaching, they have their own counseling protocol at the same time. And I've been teaching voice for 50 years. Wow. So helping people has, is just like second nature for me. I've been, uh, I started teaching before I even finished high school. I was helping with the musicals and all that sort of thing. I was mostly the person behind. It wasn't until college that I came out in front. But uh, from, from, Let's see, where do I want to go with this? Ask me again. So how do you introduce people okay. to the techniques that you find will best help them? Well, when people come for me for teaching singing, the first thing we have to learn anyway is posture and breath. And posture and breath open the doors to self-discovery, to find out places where we're pocketing things. And when you're working with breath, it's not unusual for emotions and feelings to come up. As we're working with that vulnerability of putting the sound on stage and hearing your own voice, I also run a lot of performance workshops to give people that safe space to present themselves, get feedback and do it again. Because it's not the speech you're practicing. You're practicing putting yourself on the line. You're practicing, how do I deal with my nerves if I get up there and I go, bleh, bleh, bleh. or what happens if all of a sudden I can't breathe? And those are the things we practice ahead of time. Um, there's ways of tossing energy around that people don't even think about. Okay, here's, here's two, two little fun things to do. Okay. So if you tighten your neck as tight as you can, try and inhale. It's really hard. So now if you bobble your neck nice and loose, try and inhale. It's nice and deep. Easy, yeah. The main thing that we uh, start from, and, and if you realize we're dealing with stage fright, the fight, flight, and freeze response. The first thing it does is tightening your neck. Ribs go down. All energy is diverted to the limbs so you can run away, fight, or freeze and hope they don't see me. So it's one of those things. So as you learn, oh, my neck tightens up. If you can start to loosen your neck, guess what happens? You can start to breathe. When you start to breathe, that really activates your parasympathetic nervous system, which is calming, which allows you to get that breath more deep, which pulls you out of that panic, fright, ah, there's a bear going to catch me mode down into, oh, okay, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay. And then there's tools where... 
we remember situations in detail, like the time you had a good birthday present or the time you did something really, really well or somebody remembered you or something. Right. Plus you looked into your puppy or whatever. And as you describe them, you feel them in your body. The quicker and the more often you do that, the quicker you can call them back as a tool to come up. Another one is throwing energy. And people go, why are you talking about throwing energy? I, I, <laughs> I don't know about this throwing energy. Is that baseball? But, <laughs> is it baseball? <laughs> okay. But if you think about it, just kind of feel where you are right now. You might be curious. You might be irritated. You might be whatever it is that you might be inside your body. But just feel where you're feeling. It? Is it tight somewhere? Is it loose somewhere? Are you breathing shallowly? Are you breathing tight? Okay, now you have your tension on yourself, as we call it, on subject. Now, I want you to think of something that bugs you a little bit or you're a little afraid of or something that's just kind of meh. And I want you to put it out across the room and just kind of think about it and put all your energy over there and it's not going well and you don't like it and it's going to get you. And do you feel a shift in your body? Because you took your energy and you put it over there on that thing. So now what if you bring your energy back to your body and remember... Where am I breathing? Breathe deep. Dig your feet in the, in the floor. Your carpet in your shoes. Can you feel it there? You know, pat your legs, pat your arms. Come back all the way with a deep breath so you're feeling yourself. Come behind your eyes and look out at that thing. You still see it. It hasn't gone anywhere. It hasn't changed. But do you feel different when you're looking at it when you're in your own self? So these are some of the amazing energy tools. They're simple. This was also an acting exercise that got adapted into an energy tool. And that's really how a lot of act actors do things is they toss energy here and back mm. uh, to themselves. But why can't we do that as well? Mm. When, what, what giving your power away is, is you give someone else permission to have everything you have and you give it to them just like that. Taking your power back is a big breath coming back to yourself. It isn't here, give me that back, you took it. Well, we gave it to them in the first place. Right? <laughs> so if we can use tools like the breath, like sound, like uh, this kind of an exercise, um, like a happy memory. There's a whole lot of ones that you can do, but I really like the physical ones, the visceral yeah. ones, when you're in the highest state of fight and flight, because that is a visceral response. Mm -hmm. And it's real. And when people are on stage and they feel it, they hyperventilate, they stop breathing. You know, how can you... Uh, how can you be open to creativity or connecting with your audience when you're in a frozen state? Yeah. The brain, when it's in fight and flight, there's like this little trap door. Here I'm creative. Here I'm connecting with people. Here I'm really good at, at what I do and I'm sharing it with my people. And it's good. And, oh, so-and-so's in the audience. Whap! It shuts <laughs> so far tight and all energy subverted to the limbs to handle the situation. But you can't think. You can't connect. You can't be creative when you're in that spot. So how do we get the door open? Well, we need to activate the parasympathetic nervous system, which is loosen your neck, get the breath in the body, thinking the consoles, pulling your energy back to yourself. Let this be me. Here I am. Okay, I'm here. I can still see that thing, but I'm okay. I'm here. And then connecting to something you love to feel that feeling. Oh, my gosh, you can start to let go of that tension in the body. Then this goes, Dunk. okay, you can have your words back. And look at that nice face over there. Um, another one is gratitude. Gratitude, mm -hmm. gratitude, gratitude. 
um, we used to have a tenor soloist. His name was Fred. And he'd get up in church, and he had his big choir robe on, and he'd puff out that big chest of his, and he'd look around at everybody like this, and you could hear a pin drop. And I said, Fred, everybody loves you. What in the heck are you doing? He says, I send them all love. I send them Aww. all love. I send them all love. And thank you for being here, and let's, let's worship and celebrate together. I'm sending you love. Because that puts the whole energy into a situation of giving. Yeah. And he is like the bull. He's making that vibration that everybody's going to entrain to, as opposed to, please like me. Please like me. I'm in front of you. Don't, don't be mean to me. Don't be mean to me. It's a whole nother energy set. But I mean, who doesn't want to send, oh, love to you. I want to send peace. I want to send love to you. And these are all energy shifters. Right. And that really is a great sign of confidence, too, because... Uh, a lot of people are too afraid to even say, I, I love you, you know, to just mm -hmm. open groups. Mm -hmm. And I, I can see how some of the things that you're talking about really would help people in business and brainstorming sessions, brainwriting sessions, where that creativity is just like not there. Mm -hmm. And part of it is because they're not confident about, confident about the ideas that come to them. So I could see how your whole concept would help them open those doors and give permission to say whatever comes free form from their, their head and their heart. Mm -hmm. And that really is true to open that door. It really, really is true. We, we're just like zooming through all the time here. It's almost <laughs> up. I can't believe it. But I have a couple um, more questions. Has there been anything that has surprised you in your path that you've taken over these past 50 plus years? Oh, my gosh. So many things. <laughs> How much time you got? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I really think the most, the really most surprising thing were these bowls and the really extraordinary extraordinarily profound impact they had on people mm -hmm. and what they feel. I mean, that's partly one of the free gifts I want to offer your listeners is like one little sample one so you can experience it yourself. Like put on your headphones, make a nice quiet thing, close, and just see what you feel. Don't mm -hmm. You don't have to do anything. It doesn't have to be a specific thing. You might feel it in your body in one place in one day. Another day it might be irritating. Another day it might be peaceful. And it's the journey of giving you a reflection back of where you are. Because the more we become aware of what's really going on in here, the better. Our That's world is so externally focused. Oh, everything happens out there. I don't know if I'm doing well unless somebody out there tells me yeah. so. And it's the opposite of the truth of what really works. Mm -hmm. You really have to come and become friends with, with you, with your own connection, with your body, mind, breath, spirit connection. That's true. I mean, you drew... To be confident, you have to believe in yourself and trust in your your, your gut and your all your other piece, being. I, I, I just am enjoying this so much. I hate to end this, but I have uh, five rapid fire questions. Okay. No thinking. Just first thing that comes to your mind. So what is your favorite book? My favorite book of Dr. Sue Mortar's Energy Codes. <laughs> That's exactly right. I, I was and um, we'll have to put that in an email to me so I can share that with the listeners as well so they can pick that up. Favorite cookie? Favorite cookie. Oh, have to say a nice gooey chocolate chip. Ah, yes. Hot <laughs> out of the oven. Yes. All right. Favorite holiday? 
Christmas. Yeah. Because of the gratitude, the gifts. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I could see you're probably kind of like me. You, you like to give gifts more than you receive them. But Oh, yeah. And a favorite movie? Favorite movie. I have too many. The first one that popped into my mind was BFG, The Big Friendly Giant. But I have too many. We, movies are like friends, stories to me. And I love the ones with happy endings. I love the yes. ones that uh, take you on a journey that has something nice at the end of it. Okay, I'm, this I'm is not one of my questions and not one of the five, but do you like Hallmark Channel? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I am like sorry. Channel I'm, more. I like I Disney Channel more. Yes. 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 I, I just, because of the happy endings. All right. Yeah. And then musical group. Can't pick one of those. Can't pick one of those. There's too many. So being the, the artist that you are, do you still sing? Yes. Just for myself and for my students at this point. But it's a, it, that is also a really great centering device. It's a great thing, as, as is chanting when people meditate. It's a great way to activate the different energy centers in the body and uh, release things that are caught in them. Mm. And it's really a fun thing to do if you make up words. You know, like we're going to say, oh, I'm talking with Vicky, and it's fun, and we're playing with balls, and I have a big microphone, and this is a wand that I play my <laughs> balls with. You know, and it's really fun because it opens the creative doors because there's not judgment on it, right? So that's my main focus is this. And sometimes I will sing with the bulls because I just have to. When they start making that sound, your heart, my heart just goes, oh, I have to sing with them. But yes. First time I heard you play your bulls, I have chimes outside that I, <gasps> um, my neighbor, like two doors down when we moved in here, had these huge chimes. And the sound, just as your bowls are whenever you uh, were banging your rod on them, uh, it just made me feel good inside that I had to buy them for myself, too. So I could see exactly how these crystal, these quartz, is it quartz, right? Bowls would help to get you centered. It reminds me a little bit of yoga. Like if I could have yoga and bowls, I think my world would be so calm. Well, Dr. Sue does that. She has a has a body awake yoga membership where there's bowls at the beginning and the end <sighs> always. I've played behind yoga classes and it's amazing. Well, because they can you show? Have, yes, I was going to say. Yeah, they it. also have this one has seven alchemies in them, which could be. <sighs> Um, like a, a, a beautiful gemstone, it could be an earth, it could be a mineral, um, and sometimes they're they're uh, layered in. It's like this one has platinum and oh, wow. uh, amethyst in it, which are and some of them have beautiful textures on them, like this. Oh, very very wow. pretty. They're uh, not quite as easy to play conventionally, but they do a really nice um, light tone. Oh yeah which is sweet. And uh, this, this one is probably my favorite. And the different tones resonate with different places in your body. Mm -hmm. So if you have a particular owie in one particular area, you pick the one that feels closest to that. Now, mm -hmm. there, there's general rules about which ones go with which one, but I tell people, take the one that feels best to you. So if you had any last words of advice that you would give to someone that was 
feeling not as creative, not as confident as they know they need to be? What would you give them as here's a quick tip? You know, the first thing that comes to mind is give yourself permission to be creative. Give yourself permission to allow whatever it is out. Turn the monkey mind, Mr. Snot Bubble, <laughs> your uh, crazy mind who goes, nee, 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 nee. and my go to for us how do I know when it's me or how do I know it's them? If there's a good, a bad, or a should in it, it's not you. It's Mr. Yeah. Monkey Mind over here because you're the one who loves to do what it is you do and get lost in the moment, in the present moment. That's going to be the place that uh, you're going to find your centeredness. And the next is breathe. First, loosen your neck and then put your hands on your belly and get your breath. Breathe through your nose into your belly. That would be the first place to start. And I would love to play with you someday if you want to come and play. Yeah, that would be so cool. Definitely. Well, you have a gift. I'm going to share my screen and then you can kind of talk to what it's um, got here. Sure. All right, so tell us what your gifts are. So this is a single uh, sound bath. I do them the second Sunday of every month. They're free. Um, And at the sound bath itself, it's like about six or seven minutes of these bowls. They're all improvised depending on the energy of the moment, depending on what we're doing, all designed to center people all designed to come into your um, core and release whatever's there just to be, to see what you feel, allow yourself to feel it and go. And uh, you can download it, you can put it on your computer, you can have it, you know, whenever you like. Uh, And I'm I'm creating more all the time. But this is just like a sample, so you can get a feeling for what it is. So the next time you need to be calm, perhaps you can have it on your little phone, put on your earphones and for a minute before you have to do what you have to do. You name it peace. And I thought yes. that was pleasant. I have a, a collection of them. A mindful, they're called the mindful moments. And I have a collection of seven that's called the calm and center. And they're like oh. calm, center, peace, soothe, that sort of thing. Oh, no. So and, nice. And I, yeah. I thought the peace would be a really good one to start with. And also you um, have that they could schedule a 20-minute session with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. I do my course, Stage Confidence, Nervous to Note, Worthy in Six Weeks, three times a year. Um, I do different workshops and uh, little webinar kinds of things. I guest on different podcasts. I do one-on-one coaching, both for confidence and whatever we need, or performance. I love that. Uh, I've I've done so many... um, uh, musical things and directing things. And uh, I've coached for really big uh, uh, tax professionals. And, and <laughs> so it, it's a big thing because it's not the end product so much, the subject of it. It's how you are getting on the stage. Do you have the tools to come back to center to allow your magic out in a real comfortable, uh, confident, creative manner? Oh, thank you so much. So all of this is available. You can um, email me and I can get you Diane's information. But Diane, do you want to just share it real quick? It's Um, so easy. It's my name that you see right there. It's Diane at DianeAlexander.com. And it's Diane with two N's, no E. (laughs) Awesome. So great. Well, you know, my whole thing is that in life, 
it's just about the small steps you take, the little slight edge, the compound over time to grow your confidence. Nobody is super confident from the very first day. You know, we all are those babies that are learning how to walk. And so I hope that you all enjoy the tips that were shared today. It's definitely a new idea and one well worth looking more into. I hope you will reach out for Diane to get some more additional help and understanding of all of the wonderful things that she has to offer. And I look forward to uh, doing more things on the stage with you, Diane. I think that would be great to do some courses together. I would love that. So again, this is Vicki Neffling, and you were listening to the Find Your Leadership Confidence podcast, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning into the Find Your Leadership Confidence podcast with Vicki Nettling, where we share impactful lessons that help you grow as an individual, grow your confidence, and find the positive and good within you so you powerfully and authentically become the best version of yourself. Remember to visit our website at www.findyourleadershipconfidence.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast.